0: Uh, today we started learning the portion of Kedoshim. We're doing Rishon and Kedoshim. And um, while the verse begins um, also with a uh, little bit of an unusual uh, beginning, uh, it starts with, um, always it starts with, Vadabra Hashem El Moshe Lamer, that's the usual. But then it says, Dabir El Kol Adas B'nei Yisro. Speak to the entire... Uh, community of Israel. How does Moshe Rabbeinu speak to the entire assembly of the Bnei Yisro? Um, so Rashi says, it must have been that he gathered them all together. Now We, re- we read before, like in Vayakhil, Moshe, at the end of uh, Parsha's uh, uh, in the end of the Hoh, uh, book of uh, Shmoish towards the end, Vayakhil. So there were certain uh, times that Moshe gathered all the Jews that they all were there together. So there was a usual way of transmitting the laws and then there was a special way of transmitting the law. The normal way was Moshe would teach it to Aaron, after he would teach it to Aaron, then he would it to the children, and then the children, then he would teach it to the elders, and then the rest of the community, the Rashis brought down several times, the way that he would teach it. The exception to this is a few cases, like one of them is our case, by the Parsha Kedoshim, Rashi says this was done by an assembly, which means everybody was there together, instead of Moshe teaching first going in the order for first Aaron and then the rest, he taught it to everybody together. And the question is, why? So Rashi says, why did he do it over here? So Rashi says over here because the most of the bodies of the Torah hinge on this. Okay, so number one, Rabbi asks, So what? So, okay, so let's say that it is most of the body, most of the laws of the Torah. Okay, so why can it not be taught the regular way? We don't need everybody there. But the real surprising thing is that actually, when you look about the laws, you don't see so many new laws. Matter of fact, most of the laws, for example, it talks about the mitzvah of Shabbos, talks about the mitzvah of honoring one's parents, it talks about the korbanas, talks about various different halachas, which we've already studied, we've learned already before, it's nothing new. So, why do we say that most of the bodies of the Torah hinge on this portion? when it doesn't seem really to be really anything new over here that we haven't known from before. And the Rebbe says that if you, the language of Rashi is not that the information of the mitzvahs are here, said here, but rather Rashi says hinges on it. What does the word hinges mean? Rashi basically is saying that while the laws we may know from before but yet we don't know exactly how to do it when it comes to various situations when there's sometimes a conflict as for example at the very beginning rashi brings down we know that there is a mitzvah to honor and respect and fear your parents for example we also know it's an honor It's an obligation to keep the Shabbos. So what happens when these two come into conflict? Let's say your parents tell you you should violate the Shabbos. So now you have a conflict. On one hand you have a mitzvah, you got to listen to your parents. And on the other hand you have a mitzvah of keeping the Shabbos. And this is a pretty common problem that especially people who are... Trying to do mitzvahs, and maybe their parents aren't yet at that level, so they don't understand, and they may tell them, you know, that don't do what you're doing. And of course, the pasuk says, uh, "No, I'm God, your God," which means both your parents and you got to honor me, got to fear me. So therefore, of course, my laws, my statutes, the laws of Shabbos come first. So that means. Even though we know Shabbos before and we know honoring the parents from before, but we don't know what happens when they come in conflict. What, what do we do in situations when there's a conflict? Similarly, with korbanis, with other things that we learn over here, there is a lot of clarification, there's a lot of details explaining to us what happens. Not, not, so, this is not nothing that this is new information, but means it hinges on it. We need to use this as clarification. And that, the Rebbe explains, is actually why it's so important to have all of these laws explained in front of everybody together. Because while it's okay to teach a new law in a gradual way, first the one, then the second, and to teach them in such a way, Uh, So, presumably, as they hear the law, that's how they know how to observe it. But when we are talking about clarifying and reconciling conflicts and things like that, we can't wait to go through the process which presumably takes time, we gotta sort of tell everybody at the same time because the other people knowing the mitzvahs may do the mitzvahs in the wrong way. So as soon as Hashem tells to Moshe Rabbeinu, how the mitzvahs need to be performed you can't go through the process and say well uh, let's go through the time that it takes to go through all the other teachings because in the meantime you might do it wrong because you don't know the details of it and that's why it's even more important to tell you exactly what you need to do Um, a lot of times you find that when uh, you want to teach uh, for um, Halocha, this example, like in, you find yourself in the mikveh, you find yourself in the bathroom sometimes, more commonly more, than uh, the mikveh, and you're not allowed to teach Torah over there, it's a place where Torah you can't teach over there. And the mikveh depends on the bathing and the where you undress, I mean, there could be several different categories as the Mishnah speaks of, but you can't say, but what happens if you see Somebody um, violating a halacha. So then you can tell them right away. You can You can say that you can't do that. You know, if he's doing something against halacha, because to stop him right then and there, you can't wait till you're going to come out to a position to a situation in which uh, you're going to be able to stop it. You have to stop him right then and there. You know that, that you can't. Um, you can't stop uh, the person. Uh, you can't let him make the mistake. Sometimes you have to do it quickly, and you have to, you have to do it um, right away. Rebbe also generally says that um, Rashi goes into unusually length in explaining things over here halachically, uh, because sometimes even though it's meant for a child, because sometimes just to avoid making a mistake in the halacha, Rashi will have to give you. the the point and the explanation, so that you make sure to do the halacha correctly. But of course, the very opening of the statement that he said to them is that we should be holy. holy. What does holy mean? Holy means to be separate, to be distinguished, just like Hashem is distinguished. To be distinguished so, which means to be separate while certain activities are okay for other people, but for the Jewish people, actually, that's not okay. We have to be Kedoshim, we have to be holy, we have to separate ourselves. It can't be like the um, other nations. And actually, even the nations, the Apostlech says, Rashi explains, that uh, the places where the Jews lived in Egypt, and the places where the Jews came to in the land of Canaan, were actually the lowest. They were like the worst of the worst. You know, the, the, the promiscuity over there, the lewdness, the the the, the 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 activities over there was really totally, totally. Almost feels like uh, United States. <laughs> that all the all the going on, they're trying to. Transgender now with this with all these mices over there. It seems like it fits in right into the Chumash over here with all these uh, things uh, that they were going on and things that they were doing. But Hashem says the Eretz Yisrael, and particularly, as he gives the example, cannot tolerate this kind of activity, even though those things go on in Israel too, unfortunately, at uh, today's time and age. And maybe because it's Goluz, uh, time of Golus Israel can tolerate a little more than it can tolerate in the time when uh, the Geula is there. But uh, so it seems like there's a certain level of kedusha that the land has to have inherently. So whether it's a yid or a goy, it says that the land has sort of uh, barfed up the they the, the, couldn't, couldn't take uh, the uh, all the, uh, the, 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 the the stuff that they was going on over there and Hashem says to us that we should be Kedoshim and as uh, the Hasidus teaches that we can actually be holy like Hashem and uh, we have the ability so Kedoshim to you means you shall be the Rebbe says Kedoshim to you means that you will be so which means one way or another we shall be and we will be it's good to